Goat. Yeah, that's the one. K277 DQ Lafayette, 1420 KPEL Lafayette. The rumors are true. People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Dave Schultz and Sports Chat are back. I'm back, baby! I'm back! One change, though. I'm sorry, that deal's now off the table. What? We live in a different world than we did just 30 seconds ago. Instead of waking you up, he's taking you home from work. Hey, Dad, you want to have a catch? Like that. Talking Cajuns, Tigers, Saints, all of it. I am the father. Buckle up, Acadiana. I feel the need, the need for speed. Ow! It's time for Sports Chat with Dave Schultz on 103.3 The Goat. Schultz, Linda Burton back on a Tuesday afternoon sports chat, 103.3 The Goat. Jake Crane from Crane and Company hopping on at 4.30. We'll go out to Arizona and find out if we still have, I guess it's a pack nine now, if we have a pack anything with our guy Robbie Baker. And we'll also preview the Arizona Cardinals, how many games they could win this year. More like, you know, how many they'll end up losing. Uh, but uh, fireworks last week in Indianapolis. Uh, Jim Ursay getting on X or Twitter, whatever it is now, saying, you know, the running backs have no recourse. Then inviting Jonathan Taylor on his bus. Jonathan Taylor says, you know what? I want to trade. Jim Ursay says, not happening. And here we are. Let's bring in our buddy Kent Sterling, host of Sterling in the Morning on Bloomington's 98.7 WGCL. It's a good thing, Kent, that the show is called Sterling in the Morning with your last name Sterling. That's quite the coincidence. <laughs> yeah, we're very clever down here. Right. No question about it. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, certainly not boring. You know, everyone just wants to know how the players are doing. Anthony Richardson's put on a couple of pounds. He bulked up a little bit. Uh, you know, we want to know how the players are doing. And then Jim Irsay gets all in the middle of it. And where do we stand now? Because I hear a lot of players coming down on Jonathan Taylor. And I kind of think this is where he's got leverage. And apparently he doesn't. No, there's no leverage for Jonathan Taylor because the Colts hold all the cards. He's under contract at $4.3 million this year. They can franchise him next year for between ten and a half and $11 million. And the following year, they can franchise him again for 120% of that. All of that is under Jonathan Taylor's market value. And, and all of that is irrevocable. There's nothing that Jonathan Taylor can do to challenge it other than sit. And if he sits, he doesn't get paid. So he's got that going for him. But Jim Irsay, Jim Irsay knows what he's doing. He just says it so indelicately, it's really hard to be on his side in the whole thing. So here would be the thing. Here's the issue that, here's the problem for Jonathan Taylor, all right? They are not Jonathan Taylor away from winning the Super Bowl. If this was a contending team, then maybe he would have a leg to stand on, so to speak, if he sat out. But they're going to have the same record if Jonathan Taylor plays or if he doesn't play. That's the problem. And another problem for Jonathan Taylor is no team in the NFL is Jonathan Taylor away from a Super Bowl. 
because you can go out and win a Super Bowl or get into a Super Bowl with a guy like Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders goes to a Super Bowl with the Eagles, and off he goes as a free agent, and the Eagles say, that's okay, we're going to reload at the position, and we feel good about it. So that's kind of... That's where both Jonathan Taylor and the Colts are. There's just not, there's not a lot of unique value to any running back in the NFL. And Jim Irsay knows that. Jonathan Taylor doesn't like that. And that's kind of where this whole dispute lies. So who would be running back if Jonathan Taylor does for some reason hold out? Oh, golly. You know, that, that's a great question. <laughs> you know, uh, the, the, the Zach Moss, the backup, the guy who is seen to be the backup, right. broke his arm yesterday, and he's out for six weeks. So you've got Deion Jackson and you've got Evan Hull. Evan Hull's a rookie out of Northwestern who's never been an everyday back, even at Northwestern, and that's saying something. And then Deion Jackson's not bad, but he's, he's kind of a change of pace guy. He's not an everyday running back, so you're really you're you're in kind of tough shape. I, it, it, this whole thing is either going to get settled or it's going to get really goofy, and Chris Ballard's going to have to call guys like Ezekiel Elliott and see if see if Elliott wants to come in or Marlon Mack, a former Colt, or Jordan Wilkins, another former Colt. If they start bringing in kind of these running backs that have been passed over by everybody else. This thing will really come straight off the straight off the road and head toward a cyclone fence. This is where you'd like to have a veteran quarterback to help out, you know, the young Richardson if he is going to start the season, right? You'd like to have someone back there who's a little bit reliable, you know, to take the ball from him. Yeah, and you know what? Jonathan Taylor's a perfect guy. Right. If you can get Taylor under, he's dynamic. He's a mature guy, mature for twenty four. He, he's a guy who can take it to the house from almost anywhere. And Anthony Richardson is another guy who can take it to the house from almost anywhere. He's got 4'4 four, four speed. He's 250 pounds. He, he's big. He's fast. He's kind of like Derrick Henry, but he can throw the football too. Uh, you put both those guys in the backfield and start running RPOs, and defensive coordinator size are going to spin around like pinwheels, and and that's going to be – both of those guys are going to be what a, a coach here and a coach for, for the Saints, a defensive coordinator back in the day. Rick Venturi calls ambient guys because he keeps defensive coordinators awake. We're talking with uh, Kent Sterling with uh, Sterling in the morning on 98.7 in Bloomington. How has Anthony Richardson looked so far? Oh, man. I'll tell you, the thing is, like the difference between yesterday and today, when Richardson had to sit because he had some nasal work done uh, on Sunday, had a, a deviated septum fixed. And so you had Gardner Minshew and Sam Ellinger playing quarterback, and it looked just like it did last year when you had uh, Matt Ryan, Nick Foles, and Sam Ellinger. It looked like, wow, these guys all look identical, and none of them look very good. None of them are dynamic at all. And then today, Anthony Richardson comes back, and holy cow, like he's missing throws every once in a while and, and not completing 50% of them. But when he's right, he is so right. I mean, he is so charismatic in his play and so fluid in his movement that he distances himself from his competition for that starting position at a level that that is is impossible not to kind of gawk at. He can throw it. He can run it. He's calm in the pocket. 
He's got presence. He's got everything you want in a quarterback other than real pinpoint accuracy at the mid-level. He throws it deep accurately. He can throw it short accurately. That middle ball is kind of where it wobbles. The ball literally doesn't wobble, but he gets wobbly in his accuracy. So do we think, is he going? Because Jim Irsay says, you know, he stuck his mouth, uh, you know, his foot in his mouth saying yeah. he's going from day one. Does Gardner Minshew take the first month of snaps and we ease Richardson in, or they're just going from Richardson, you know, from day one? Yeah, there's no point. There's, you're going to start the better of the two guys, and the better of the two guys is Richardson. Mm. It's finding a defense and scheming to beat Gardner Minshew is not hard. And especially if you don't have Jonathan Taylor, because then you don't have anything dynamic. Pierce is a guy that Minshew isn't going to be able to get the ball too deep. And so you're going to, you're going to be hamstrung. You're not going to have any area of real strength and, and any kind of compellingness in your offense if Taylor's not there. If Taylor's there, it's a little bit different a thing. But Richardson is a guy who gives you a chance at all three levels and then he can tuck it and go, too. I start him from day one. And in watching them today and, and sitting with people who know football inside, not, not media guys, but football guys, like there's just no question that in their minds that Richardson is the guy you ride with. And if he makes some mistakes and learns from the mistakes, you're going to be a much better football team in 2024 than you were in 2023 and that you would have been in 2023 with Minshew. All right. So what are expectations? What, what is the, what do you think is, is the high watermark for the Colts this year? I think seven and 10 is doable without Taylor. I think with Taylor, Mm. you know, they're in the AFC South and I don't think the Jaguars are going to take a step above nine and eight and start winning, you know, 11, 12 games a season even though Calvin Ridley's there and he's a bit of a difference maker. I don't think the Titans are are really to be taken seriously as a double-digit win franchise at this point. They're mediocre at quarterback. They're well-coached, but well-coached, well-coached teams with mediocre quarterbacks go 500. Mediocre coach teams with excellent quarterbacks win Super Bowls. You know, people keep saying, oh, the Titans are very well-coached. Well, yeah, okay. You know, the Patriots are, too, what they do last year with Mac Jones. Anyway, and then you, you've got the Houston Texans, and, you know, they're, they're still kind of bottom of the barrel. And I don't think that the Colts are there. I think that the Colts take a step up from where the Texans are this year. And, and so I think that the Colts, you know, I, with Taylor, I think they got a, a shooter's chance at going 9-8. and eight. Mm. And maybe being in contention in the division without him, I think that the high water mark seven and ten. Why wouldn't you think that the Jaguars? I don't want to say say that next step, but be a little bit more consistent. Why don't you see them like you know ten or eleven wins? I you got to do it for me to believe it. To tell you the truth, okay. I mean the last time the Jaguars were really good, what were they? Three minutes away from going to the Super Bowl. Sure. And the year after that, they fell off a cliff. You know, the, the NFL is kind of a humbling uh, sort of a, a, a device, you know. And, and I go back to the Colts when they went to the AFC Championship game in 2014. They pick up Frank Gore. They pick up Andre Johnson. They get another couple of pieces for the offensive line. And they draft Philip Dorsett in the first round. It looks like they've got talent all over the place. And here comes Andrew Luck in his fourth year. And it's all going to be lovely. 
and they go eight and eight. You know, and and Andre Johnson was was finished. Nobody knew it at that point. Uh, I think that a lot of things have to happen well for a team to do well, and I think a lot of things happened well for the Jaguars last year for them to go nine and eight. I think that was a solid result. You know, that wasn't an eleven win team that only won nine. I think that was right. probably a seven win team that won nine because they're in the AFC South. I so agree I with just that. Don't see it. I agree with that, but still, right? I mean, we're I'm discounting uh, Trevor Lawrence's first year because that was a mess. So it took him about a half a season to get going. And I was saying the same thing that, you know, I'm not, I don't know if anybody else was, but, you know, all these other young quarterbacks taking grief. This guy was the number one pick in the draft and he hasn't shown anything. And, you know, he waited till the end of the year to start showing something. You know, and then he did. And, and he's got presence and he can deliver the football and all of that. But are they going to have a running game? Is somebody other than Ridley going to be a, a, a usable weapon? For for the Jaguars, I, I think that this is this is a team that's yet to really prove itself as being relevant in the AFC. Relevant in the AFC South and relevant in the AFC, I think, are completely different things. And we'll see what the Jaguars do with that first place. Uh, you know, and it doesn't really make that much difference anymore. It's just two games that kind of wobble outside the norm of the of the division. But we'll see what they're able to do with with a bit of a tougher schedule. Uh, all right, so anybody else looking good in camp for the Colts? Yeah, I really like Josh Downs, mm. the slot receiver they took in the third round out of North Carolina. He, very, very productive at North Carolina. And he's a guy today who, like, he, when he accelerates through cuts, he just looks a little bit different. I think Alec Pierce, if uh, second-round wide receiver out of Cincinnati, I think that if Anthony Richardson's the starting quarterback, He's going to be able to get the ball deep to Pierce in a way that yeah, Minshew can't, Ellinger couldn't, Ryan couldn't, and uh, and Foles couldn't. I, I think he got a shot with him playing pretty well. I think Shaquille Leonard has looked better athletically than he did last year when he played three games. I think he's getting close to where he's, you know, a reasonable facsimile of what he was when he was a really dynamic defensive player who created in his last full year of play created 12 turnovers. Uh, the problem, I think an even bigger problem for the Colts and the quarterback position is the cornerback position. Mm. Yeah. They, they're projecting two guys at outside corner who are rookies starting Juju Brents and Darius rush and maybe Dallas flowers. Dallas flowers is the only one of the three who's gotten any reps at all in this camp. Both Rush and Brents now with uh, with hamstrings after Brents was already out with a wrist. Uh, that cornerback position is really, really limited. Isaiah Rogers being suspended and then cut, that was bad for the Colts because they had already traded Stephon Gilmore. But, I mean, we'll see what happens, but they better have a hell of a pass rush or, uh, you know, it's going to be open season on those corners. Wrapping things up here with Kent Sterling. This is the fifth year since... Andrew Luck decided to retire, right? Right before the 19th season. So this will be the fifth season yeah. without Andrew Luck. How many quarterbacks have they had since? Oh, golly. Uh, <laughs> well, it's changed every year. They've right. had a different opening day starter since 16. Um, so, yeah, they had Rivers in 20. They had Wentz in 21. They had Ryan in 22. And, and Foles started a couple of games. Ellinger started a couple of games, too. Yeah, it's been a revolving door. And, and if anybody needs any evidence that that's not the way to build a roster or build 
any kind of sustained success, changing quarterbacks every single year seems to be off the table. We got a little Jacoby Brissett in there somewhere, right? Yeah, he, he was in 19. He, he, uh, they retained him uh, after 17. He was a starter for the final 15 games in 17 after Scott Tolzien started the first one huh. in uh, 17. And then Luck in 18 and Brissett in 19. Doing Brissett things, you know, a really good game manager. If you could take Jacoby Brissett's brain and throw it into Anthony Richardson's body, right. you right. would really have something. Right, right. He is Kent Sterling. Uh, Sterling in the morning on uh, Bloomington 98.7 WGCL. Always appreciate your time, Kent. We'll catch up during the season. Thank you so much. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. All right, Kent Sterling. By the way, on his uh, Twitter header mm-hmm. that we're calling it mm-hmm. right i mean he's got a little face for his profile pic but he's got the uh, he's got five of the hoosiers from the from the movie hoosiers oh. <laughs> and I, all of a sudden hoosiers and like remember the titans don't get any love i like both those movies I do too. i'm not a big indiana basketball fan because of syracuse but that's high school and this has nothing to do with it but it's a very cool picture no it is in you know hoosiers classic is it the best basketball movie i don't think it's so. pretty good all right my team is on the floor Coach, you need one more. My team is on the floor, all right? Don't get caught watching the paint dry, all right? Give me Coach Carter. Give never me saw that one. Yeah. He got game. Never saw that one. And give me um, um, Glory Road. Glory Road was good. I've seen that many times. Josh Lucas is yes, the man. Yes, yes, Uh And then what's the other one? What's wrong with you guys? What's the matter with you guys? Are you talking about Blue Chips? No, uh, well, Blue Chips was good, right? Um, but uh, Gene Hackman is, like, designing the last play. What's the matter with you guys? Mm. And then they all look at Jimmy, and Jimmy goes, I'll make it. I'll make the shot. Right? And before this, right, at the beginning of that movie, he goes, this is not a democracy. It is a dictatorship. And it shows you how much the character Gene Hackman goes, all right, you, you get the ball out, you give it to him, Jimmy, you dribble and shoot it. <laughs> Jimmy looks the same in that no, picture. No. He kind of does, doesn't he? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, let's take a timeout. Bottom of the hour, Jake Crane. Pac-12 may or may not still be together when we get to him. Justin Verlander uh, heading back to Houston. And uh, the Pac-12 working on a streaming-only deal with Apple. God bless him. (laughs) All right. We'll talk to Robbie Baker, see if Arizona's part of the Big 12 by the time we get to them. Uh, Get to him at 5.30. Dave Schultz, Lynn and Burton on a Tuesday afternoon. Sports Chat, 103.3. The GOAT. Thirsty for intelligent sports talk? Sounds like you need a little goat array. 1033 The Goat. The greatest sports talk of all time. Lafayette Roofing. From the roof to the roots of Acadiana. We know issues with your roof can be intimidating and maybe even expensive. But not if you call Lafayette Roofing. Big or small, we handle it all at a price you can afford. We also offer our standard five-year labor and materials warranty. Lafayette Roofing takes pride in being in the heart of Acadiana and the official roofing company of your Rage and Cajuns. So if you need a roof, who else would you call? Call Lafayette Roofing. Our name says it all. 237-ROOF. That's 237 Dan Hicks with Paul Azinger, welcoming you back to the Healthy Stand Classic and Zing. She has been absolutely tremendous today, but it all comes down 
to this shot. It does, Dan, and you couldn't ask for better conditions. 68 degrees, just a slight two mile an hour breeze and a UV index of three. This is absolutely critical. That is right. This direct exposure to midday sun could be increasing her risk to melanoma. It looks like she's making a change. Yeah, she's putting that putter back in the bag. Now let's see what she takes out. Oh, wow. It looks like she's pulling out a 15. I don't know. It looks like she's going with a 30. Strong choice. She's going to want to use the recommended SPF 30 even on a cloudy day. And notice how she's using broad spectrum sunscreen and a generous amount too incredible that was a masterful performance that was pretty good too stand up to cancer and optum want to help you reduce your risk for cancer visit takeahealthystand.org victor deployed for the first time to afghanistan in 2003 at four in the morning my phone rang they said i regret to inform you that your husband was wounded in action Victor sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. I was doing school full-time, and I was also then caring for Victor. One of the most important elements of caregiving is taking care of yourself. I just didn't want to forget that I also had goals and that I also had a life. What I did is I challenged Victor to meet me halfway. There are almost six million military and veteran caregivers across the nation. We have our own journey, and we can fulfill that journey at the same time that we are helping our loved one. Visit aarp.org caregiving for a free military veteran's guide to navigate your caregiving journey and better care for your loved one and yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. My son Finn was born with congenital heart disease, causing him to spend the first eight months of his life in the hospital. During that time, he endured 10 surgeries, including an open heart surgery. Starlight Children's Foundation has played an important role in my family's life. For five weeks when he was a baby, Finn lived in a Starlight Hero wagon. You could not understand the pure joy of having him go from a hospital bed into his favorite red wagon, especially when he was so little. The support that Starlight provides to families like mine is an integral part of creating happiness at a time when there's very little to be found. Learn more about how the Starlight Children's Foundation brightens the lives of sick kids by visiting starlight.org today. Pardon us when we butt in with a little common sense. 1033 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. All right, Dave Schultz, Lyndon Burton, 1033 The Goat. We know you're busy and can't always listen to Sports Chat when it's airing live on the radio, but now Sports Chat is on demand. Download your favorite podcast app, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, even iHeart. Then search for Sports Chat. You'll find Sports Chat with Dave Schultz. To make it even easier, you can subscribe to Sports Chat with Dave Schultz Podcast, and you'll know when the latest episode is available. I've been doing a better job. I got those up. Last night, I mm-hmm. think maybe not until this morning. Okay. That may have happened. I went to bed later than I thought last night. I, yeah, yeah, I mean, it sounds like you were I, a n- I thought, night, night I, 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 Yeah, I had to do a little work on the podcast, and then I posted the fifth Chick-fil-A is opening up on Johnson Street. Which I'm excited on for. Thursday. Close to my house. It is close to our house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but we'll see. It's a little bit of a maze in there, and you got to be careful. There are two entrances. I, oh. I really wish there was only one. Yeah. But there's two right on there. Johnson and on Ridge. Oh. 
Oh, okay. I'm probably going to take the ridge entrance okay. a lot. So, but the other thing is the drive-through spills out into Johnson. That's not good. We're going to see a repeat of Ambassador Caffrey where the line was. Yeah, but that was right close to the road. True. This is set way back. The drive-through okay. goes around the building. Oh. It's on the, actually on the far side of the building. Okay, so that'll be better. We hope. Yeah, one hope. We'll find true. out. All right. We'll find out. So I didn't realize that small sliders just opened this past week. Yeah, it's brand new. Brand I new. I mean, brand new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. But it is on the other side of town, so that's not something that, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, going to get really not that far on the other side of town. It's right by Orange Theory where I go when I don't have a bad back. Yeah. So. Uh, 269-1077, 269-1077. So the big news, two big news items of the day. Justin Verlander back to the Astros, which is outstanding for the Astros. It just didn't work out for the Mets. It's Steve Cohen, right? Yeah, the owner. Yeah, he, he you know, tried. He did. It just didn't work out. He spent a lot of money. He spent a lot of money, brought in Verlander for $86 million over two years, right? What is that's for a forty year old? What that's is crazy. what's Daniel Jones making this year? Oh, let's see. I think I think a forty million. If, if I'm not mistaken, let's see. Let's see. Oh, twenty five. Yeah. Twenty five. Yep. Yeah. He so Verlander, his- obviously Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. right? He is going to be a Hall of Famer, but he's forty years old and making 40 million. Actually, no, Daniel Jones base salary this year is 9 million. Yeah, but he's getting more than that. Yeah, yeah. It's a guaranteed a signing. He got yeah, like you said average salary 40 million. Yeah, oh, so it is 40 million. Yeah. He's all right, so he's getting basically the same thing as Verlander. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I thought it was closer to 30 or 35, but uh the trade deadline's coming up here in 35 minutes. Uh and that was I think that's the last big name to fall. Right, it was basically Scherzer, Verlander were waiting for Otani, but they went in the other direction. I thought he was going to be a, on a new team for sure. Yeah. Uh, so let's check out the standings as we got two months left in Major League Baseball. Orioles lead the Rays. They've fallen off the pace, by the way. The Rays were going to have like the best record ever and not anymore. They still have a very good record, but they're now in second place. I should have chose the Orioles. I get, you should have chose the Orioles. That's mm-hmm. what I told you. Game and a half back. Uh, Blue Jays six and a half back, Red Sox nine back, Yankees four games over five hundred, but ten back. Uh, Twins are one game ahead of the Guardians. Tigers six and a half back, White Sox eleven back, Royals twenty two back. They are awful. They are forty three games below five hundred. Jeez, they've lost seventy five games. That's bad. That is bad. Thirty two and seventy five. Uh, Rangers a half a game lead over the Astros. Angels are four and a half back. Mariners five back, and the A's, not that much worse than the Royals. They're, they're 47 games under Ooh. 500. They've won 30 ball games, 30 and a half games back. My goodness. That losing has to be contagious. Like, just losing 77 games is a lot of games to lose. Going home every night with a yeah. loss. Almost, yeah. That, that has Three to out be of four like times. very disheartening. It does. I mean, then you just look at your bank account. Yeah, right, I mean. and you're doing okay, I guess. <laughs> uh, Braves eleven and a half up, or eleven games up on the Phillies. Marlins eleven and a half back. Mets seventeen and a half back. Washington twenty three and a half back. Reds back in first place. They've won two in a row. Brewers have lost four in a row. Uh, so the Reds one and a half up on the Brewers. Cubs uh, they've lost two in a row, but have won eight out of the last ten. They're five out. 
Pirates 10.5 out. Cardinals 11.5 out. Dodgers have taken over first place as the uh, the Diamondbacks have faded. They've lost 7 out of 10. Giants 2.5 back. Padres 8.5 back. And Rockies 18 back. So now let's do the wild card race. Rays, uh, Astros, uh, Rays uh, lead the Astros, it says five games, okay? Blue Jays are basically even with the Astros. Those are your three wild card teams, Rays, Astros, Jays. Red Sox, two and a half back. Angels, three back. Yankees and Mariners, three and a half back. Then it's a little bit further. Guardians, Tigers, White Sox, Royals, Athletics, all right? Giants, uh, they have a... Half a game lead over the Phillies. Shout out to the Phillies. The Phillies are right there. Marlins, Diamondbacks, and Brewers are all next. They're all tied for the last playoff spot, so that's pretty good. Cubs only three and a half back. They've hit 500 probably for the first time in a long time this season. Padres, despite being three games under, only five games out of the wild card. Mets only six games out of the wild card, but they seem to be heading in the wrong direction. And then you get the Pirates, Cardinals, Nationals, and Rockies. So there is a lot going on in baseball. All right, let's take a timeout. We'll come back with Jake Crane so you can get his take on the streaming deal that the Pac-12 seems to be signing. Is Arizona joining the Big 12? What does it mean for college football if the Pac-12 disintegrates? Dave Schultz, Lennon Burton, the Tuesday afternoon sports chat, 103.3 The Goat. Thirsty for intelligent sports talk? Sounds like you need a little Gover Ray. 1033 The Goat. The greatest sports talk of all time. Martinis 2023. Lafayette's absolute best martini competition and teeny tour to benefit Healing House, Hope for Grieving Children, is in full swing. This year, enjoy signature martinis at eight local restaurants through August 15th. Enjoy a different restaurant's martini for $2 with the purchase of an entree on their featured Teeny Tuesday menu. Participating restaurants include Bonton Grill, Bonefish Grill, Fizos, Mercy Kitchen, Chops Mid-City Smokehouse, Tsunami, Vestal, and Walk-Ons. Purchase a Martini's a la Maison package and receive two hand-painted martini glasses, a signed print by this year's glass artist, Candice Greer, and access to exciting online silent auction items. Visit healing-house.org for more information. Join us this Tuesday at Walk-Ons to try their absolute, very out-of-this-world martini. Martinis 2023, presented by Town Square Media, Moss Motors, Bourbon Royalty Candle Company, Advanced Piping, Linear Controls, Leading Home Care, and DeLome Funeral Home. At Lofton, we're in the business of matching hard workers with some of the most sought-after employers in the Lafayette area. To Lofton, you're more than just another employee. We care about your interests, and we can help match you with a company that needs your skills. You can complete an application, schedule an interview, and even browse jobs by simply going to lofton.jobs. That's lofton.jobs. We also offer an unlimited $100 referral bonus. At Lofton, we put people to work. Lofton.jobs. New Brake Best Select Pro. Professional grade brake pads and rotors from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
lulls you into recurring automated marketing text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Ugh, leaving for the gym so early? I'm ready to go. Since you started taking Nugenics Total Tea, you've been acting like when we met in our 20s. I feel like myself again. Lower testosterone after turning 40 slowed me down. Nugenics Total Tea has been a game changer for me. What is it about Nugenics Total Tea that's different? Well, it's a patented key ingredient called Testofen. It boosts free and total testosterone to help you get back the drive and energy from your youth. It's backed by five clinical studies. I've seen the huge difference it's made for you in the gym, at work, and in the bedroom. I'm so glad I sent them a text for my complimentary bottle. Text ROCK to 321321 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea. Nugenics is the number one selling testosterone boosting brand at GNC and Walmart. Do it now and we'll also send you a bottle of Nugenics Thermo X, our newest, most powerful fat burner ever. Absolutely free. Text ROCK to 321321. That's ROCK to 321321. Don't let someone get your goat. There's plenty to go around for everyone. 1033 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. All right, Dave Schultz. Lyndon Burton on a Tuesday afternoon sports chat. Robbie Baker from Fox 10 Phoenix coming up at 5.30. We'll see if Arizona's headed to the Big 12 by then. He is the uh, tri-host of Crane and Company uh, on YouTube, uh, part of the Daily Wire uh, network there. He is Jake Crane. Jake, Dave Schultz, thanks for hopping on. Did you take a second honeymoon? You've been married for like three months and you took a second honeymoon? Uh, man, I, I wish. So uh, we had to cut it in two parts because I had to come back a uh, work opportunity, which we'll be unveiling here pretty soon. I think everybody's going to love. Uh, I had to take about a month to get that done and finally got to finish it uh, here over the uh, the last week and uh, got back right in time for the start of fall camp. So it was a lot of fun, but ain't nothing like the good old USA, man. Uh, all right, what do you make? I, I make fun of the Pac-12 as much as anybody. I disregard them for postseason play because they always lose games that they're not supposed to, and they're not nearly as good as the teams in the SEC and the Big uh, Big Ten. But I think college football needs a Pac-12, and I think it's disintegrating before our eyes. Yeah, well, yeah, it is. I mean, you know, the Pac-12, they're going the way of the dodo bird, uh, but they got yeah. nobody to blame but themselves. Right. You know, it, it's it, – they – the way they went about it, you know, doing doing the media rights deal and the way they went about, you know, doing the Pac-12 network regionally, they just made a bunch of mistakes. And listen, the, on the West Coast out there, and, and there's a lot of places that love football. There's some places that love football as much as we do. I recruited out there, but not in aggregate compared. It's not a way of life everywhere like it is down here. So you didn't expect it to be anything like what the SEC or the Big Ten or what you get on the East Coast gets. But they made mistakes on top of it not being, you know, overly popular there. And it's they're done. Uh, it's it's a matter of time now. You know, I saw the Super Bowl is going to be played on Nickelodeon. I thought they may, that may be part of the Pac-12 media deal that you know, they kept hinting about. But it, it is sad because, listen, for, I, I'm, a, I'm a college football purist. I love it. I want every. I want it to be good in every region of the country, and it's sad. And you can't build the Mega Ranger when one of the arms doesn't work. And right now, that's what's going on out there on the West Coast and the Pac-12 in general. And uh, that's what happens when you make mistakes in a market that's less popular when it comes to college football. So yeah, put a fork in, and they're done. 
Uh, all right, so do you think there's another move with Arizona? What, what do you think happens next? Apparently, Arizona's going to the Big 12, but is that going to be it? Does anybody follow them there? I, I think so. I, I wouldn't be shocked if you saw Arizona State and possibly Utah follow them. Uh, but I think the biggest story is what's going to happen with Oregon and Washington. Because, I mean, you look at, the, you, you look at USC and UCLA going to the Big 10, and for fo- football-wise, it, it, they can travel and do all that. There's so much money that's pumped into it. But when you look at the other sports who happen to play way more games, that's going to be a big strain on, on USC and UCLA. So I could see the Big Ten, obviously outside of adding two huge brands, I don't think people realize how much money Washington, number one, generates from athletics, but how much money they put in athletics. I think they may be top five in the country when you look at it. But building that bridge from California to Big Ten country is made a lot easier when you add Oregon and Washington. So I think we could see some go to the Big Ten and others go to the Big 12. Talking to Jake Crane from Crane and Company. Find it on YouTube. Uh, All right, so then what about, I'm hearing rumblings about Florida State. Well, not hearing rumblings, right? Like I have the sources. I'm reading Twitter like everybody else. uh, That FSU wants out, and is Clemson going to go with them? And it's not to the SEC, it's to the Big Ten. Yeah, that's fake news because it's just, it's an impossibility. Two questions you got to ask yourself. Number one, how? And number two, why? Uh, I mean, you're... You're not getting out of that contract with ESPN if you're in the ACC. You can try and restructure some things, but they're gonna, not going to let you get out and go to the Big Ten that's run by Fox. That's not how that works. Uh, but if you're Florida State and Clemson, why would you leave the, the when you have a 10 in your backyard to go to a solid 8.5? I mean, you have natural rivalries. You look at Florida State, obviously, with Florida right there in the SEC. Clemson with South Carolina. Geographically, it just makes sense. To be honest with you, I think that was just made up for clicks, uh, which, you know, wouldn't be the first time, and I get it. You know, sure. clicks, you know, so that's how we get paid. Right. But right. That, that's not going to happen. You can go ahead and, and wish in one hand and do something else in the other and see which one fills up faster when it comes to that. So the ACC is set. Do the ACC have to um... – does the ACC have to expand at all? Because we're talking, uh, Jake, this literally happened, right? We had the Sunbelt Media Days last Tuesday. And admittedly, yep. you know, you asked the commissioner, are you guys good? And we're good. That was Tuesday at 1015. By 4 p.m. on Wednesday, Colorado was heading to the Big 12. I mean, this stuff, this stuff happens fast. Is there anyone that, that the ACC is looking at to, to grab or anything like that? Or are they good? Well, I think the ACC is going to have to expand at some point, right? Uh, We talk about keeping up with the Joneses when it comes to the arms race for facilities, NIL, and things like that. It's no different for conferences. You look at the SEC, who's adding Texas and Oklahoma. You obviously look at what the Big Ten is doing, what the Big 12 is doing. If the ACC wants to be able to not only survive but thrive, they're going to have to find a way. Now, the question becomes, and the one that you brought up, uh, who, who do you add? Who adds market value? It's not just about, oh, it's a brand name. It's about markets as well. Why do you think Missouri is in the SEC? That's the St. Louis market. Uh, it, it adds intrigue. It adds dollars. It adds eyes and viewers. But right now, there's not a lot of great candidates left to take to the dance, guys. So if you're the ACC, on one hand, you're trying to keep your house in order and not have teams leave because the SEC has a deal with ESPN. So if ESPN was going to let your top dogs go anywhere, it'd probably be to the SEC because of that relationship. So you look around, you know, Cincinnati's obviously gone now. They're going to the Big 12. UCF gone to the Big 12. I mean, you look, does a team like South Florida? I mean, you, you kind of go up the East Coast. 
uh, there's really nobody left for them to pick. So when I look at the ACC, they're kind of stuck between the rock and the hard place, and your moneymakers are upset. You look at Florida State. You look at Clemson. You look at North Carolina. You look at Virginia Tech. So, man, the ACC, I think, is in trouble. Talking to Jay Crane from uh, Crane and Company. All right, what quarterback are you interested in seeing? I know... Um, you know, there are a lot of quarterback battles. Some are settled. You know, the Spencer Rattler, you know, settled down in South Carolina, you know, had his big ball game against Tennessee, struggled throughout the season with interceptions, a new spot, a new team. He's there for the second year in a row. We're trying to figure out what's going on at Ole Miss. We know what's going on here with uh, Jaden Daniels at LSU, Graham Mertz at Florida. Uh, and then we do actually have a, a legitimate, bona fide quarterback battle with Alabama. What battle are you looking forward to, at least in the SEC? Yeah, you know, we, we listed our top five quarterback battles going into fall camp this morning on the show. Alabama has to be number one. I mean, when's, I'll, I'll, I'll do you one better. When's the last time Alabama had to replace a quarterback and a left tackle in the same year? You just right. don't see it uh, because Nick Saban is an, is an absolute witch when it comes to roster management, which we don't talk about enough in college football. It's all we talk about in the NFL, but we don't talk about it enough in college football. So Alabama's number one. Uh, I think Tyler Buckner's got a real shot to win that one. Ohio State, man, Kyle McCord, I think, is going to win it. But Devin Brown's pushed him. Uh, obviously, with the weapons around them, you look at Marvin Harrison Jr., the absolute aliens that are running around on the outside for Ohio State. But going to, to looking at a couple places where the quarterback solidified, you brought up Spencer Rattler. This is the great thing about the sport of football. It's the ultimate team sport. I think it's more about what's around Spencer Rattler than it is about Spencer Rattler. Guys, up front on both sides of the ball, they're in trouble, but they have a group of five offensive line. Not only that, you lost Jaheim Bell to Florida State, who I, I don't think enough people are talking about. You lost Marshawn Lloyd to the other USC there out west, who I think has a chance to be really special. Uh, you got Juice Wells. There's some guys on the outside that, that you like, but this game's won and lost up front. I don't think it's going to have as much to do with Spencer Rattler, but w w is with how much they can protect him and then how good their run game is enough to be able to have some semblance of balance. And then you look at Tennessee with Joe Milton and listen, I hope Joe Milton's figured it out. I'm rooting for the guy. It's a great story, but so is Hansel and Gretel and Little Red Riding Hood. And how did that end up? And you know what blows my mind, Dave, honestly, about this whole Joe, Joe Milton situation? When people are like, oh, my God, look how strong his arm is. Man, Tennessee, he's going to be great. Did Joe Milton just all of a sudden get a strong arm? Like, what? how is this new information? Nobody's ever doubted whether Joe Milton could throw the fastball. It's can he throw the changeup? Does he have touch? That's why it's called being a passer, not a thrower. So I'm looking at, at Joe Milton. He's a big hinge guy, kind of like Drew Aller at Penn State. If they can come through at quarterback, they can be pretty daggum good. But those are just a couple of the many battles that we're seeing across the country that are intriguing right now. All right, you got a surprise team for me across the country? Who, who could come up and surprise? Because usually we don't, right? I mean, we can put, if I gave yeah. you 10 teams, you could pick four of them and they would be in the playoff this year. Yeah, well, you know, everybody asks me all the time on the show, uh, who's going to be this year's TCU? Right. Well, there's right. no, when's the last time we had a TCU before TCU? Hell, I can't even remember. It, it typically doesn't happen. You, uh, you, you don't have somebody sneak up and make the playoff. But there is one team I've got my eye on, and that's Wisconsin. You're in the Big Ten West. You're pretty good up front. Tanner Mordecai, the quarterback transfer from SMU, is a really good player. You match him with Phil Longo, the offensive coordinator I got from North Carolina, who helped get, bring Drake May along. 
Braylon Allen at running back. Their defense is going to be solid. They don't. They play Ohio State at home. They don't play Michigan. The schedule is somewhat favorable, and they're they can win the Big Ten West without having to be having to play great every single week. If Wisconsin can find a way to get to that Big Ten championship game with either one loss or no losses. They could sneak their way into the playoff. Watch out for Luke Fickle and watch out for that group up there in uh, Madison. All right. I just, uh, we're talking with Jake Crane from Crane and Company. Always impressed with guys who do it on their own. Got some help along the way, but that's okay. Everybody needs a little bit of help. But, you know, you see a Nick Underhill with New Orleans football, and he's basically built a small empire down there, uh, hiring people away from like ESPN and, you know, you know, major TV outlet uh, down in New Orleans. Justin Ferguson did it with uh, the Auburn Observer. You're doing it on your own. You've never spent a day hosting a show on Sports Talk Radio. It's been YouTube through and through. Started on YouTube. Yeah, you went to the volume. Now you with the Daily Wire. You want to drop a hint of what's coming up next there, Hot Shot? Uh-huh. Well, man, uh, just look, between we, you and we, me, it, no one's listening. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, it's oh, man. I, I'm just waiting to wake up from a coma. You know, I, I coached college football for nine and a half years, six years at the Division One level. When COVID hit, they sent everybody back. Uh, that was one of the early years of the early, you know, signing period and recruiting. And I decided to do this to try and, you know, kind of pass the time and ended up making a career out of it. Uh, I'm very passionate about it, obviously. Uh, and we talk about all sports, but, but football's our bag at the end of the day for Crane and Company. Uh, timing is everything in life, but you know, you know, I worked hard, man, got it out of the mud. Uh, and it's something where I'm very proud of, of what we've done. We're still growing. We're still becoming what, what we want to be. I don't think you're ever there. But now, man, just very fortunate, uh, very blessed. We have the best audience in the world, man. The Booster Club is what we call them. We do live call-ins, have a live chat. We're live each weekday morning, 6.30 a.m. to 8 a.m. Central. I have great guests. Got Tim Brando on tomorrow. And uh, just very fortunate, man, and, and very blessed. Well, congratulations on all, all the success. We will be having you on weekly at 4.30 to talk about college football and probably some NFL as well. Really appreciate your time, Jake. And congrats on all the success. Really impressed. Well, Dave, thanks so much, man. You know the amount of respect I have for you. It was great seeing you up there in Nashville. I'm really looking forward to coming on every week and uh, chopping it up with you, man. Real, recognize real. I appreciate it, my friend. Be good. Like, All right. I like the end. He said real, recognize real. I, I respect it. Well, I got I got the... I mean, this guy has come out of nowhere. No, for sure. Okay, this is not Pat McAfee, who was an NFL player. All right. This, this, this is, coach, yeah. he, I mean, with all due respect to Jake, he was a nobody. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew who Jake Crane was. This is not Bill Simmons writing for, you know, ESPN2 or whatever the case may be, right? This is this is a guy who was literally, I have the, the, the I slipped into the DM. Someone said, uh, in Mobile, he's a big Auburn guy. All right, his father, if you don't know, his father took his own life a few years back. Oh. All right, so very sad. Uh, but he was a longtime defensive, a longtime coach at Auburn. Uh, Jake played baseball at South Alabama, but I didn't know who he was. I had no idea. I slipped into his DMs, called him Jack to begin with. Uh-huh. All right. So I didn't even pay attention to that. And he's been coming on the show ever since. And he went from doing YouTube to um, in his basement to uh, Melt, which is a, a marketing company uh, in Atlanta. They built him a studio in the College Football Hall of Fame. Then he ended up on the volume with Colin Cowherd, picked him up, and then the Daily Wire picked him up, kind of to compete with OutKick, if you know if oh, you're getting what I'm saying, kind of gotcha. that uh, side of the aisle, which is fine. Um, but you know, he's it, I'm just really impressed with guys who kind of do it on their own. own. Yeah, I mean, sure. you know, as, as it's 
as tough it is to do this, you got to be on top. Now he's got his brother helping him out, and uh, Dave Cohen who went to um, Michigan uh, helping out. So there's there's not a lack of things, but he you know this is what he's gone from, right? Mm-hmm. And let's take a break. Uh, he's gone from standing in the middle of Radio Row, grabbing whoever comes by, just to do five minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Having nothing set up to having a huge studio set up a couple of years ago at SEC Media Days. That's awesome. Now, last, um, this past year at SEC Media Days, he does a show from Nashville. So mm-hmm. he did a show early and then comes out to SEC Media Days. he got a little table like the rest of us. But it's really impressive what they've built all on their own. It really is. I heard right. him on TikTok. Yeah. No, they do a great job. Mm-hmm. They do a great job. All right. Uh, we'll be back after this. Put a bow on our number two. It's a Tuesday afternoon sports chat. 103.3. They go. Now. Now your ideas don't have to wait. Now they have everything they need to come to life. Dell Technologies and Intel are creating technology that loves ideas. Loves expanding your business. Evolving your passions. We push what technology can do. So great ideas can happen right now. Find out how to bring your ideas to life at Dell.com. Welcome to now. Lafayette Roofing, from the roof to the roots of Acadiana. We know issues with your roof can be intimidating and maybe even expensive. But not if you call Lafayette Roofing. Big or small, we handle it all at a price you can afford. We also offer our standard five-year labor and materials warranty. Lafayette Roofing takes pride in being in the heart of Acadiana and the official roofing company of your Rage and Cajuns. So if you need a roof, who else would you call? Call Lafayette Roofing. Our name says it all. 237-ROOF. That's 237-7663. Deodorant you use on your butt? You heard that right. I'm Dr. Shannon Klingman, founder of Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's time to summer-proof your body odor. Lumi's formula works everywhere. Pits, under boobs, and yep, butts too. All those places that naturally tend to get a little bit stinky when the weather gets hot. Lumi's clinically proven to control odor for 72 hours. That's three whole days of fresh fun in the sun. As an OBGYN, I met thousands of women looking for a better way to control odor below the belt. So I created Lumi, a pH-optimized aluminum-free deodorant that actually works. With over 150,005 star reviews to prove it. Ready for your freshest summer ever? Head to lumideodorant.com to get started. There's a special offer for listeners. Use code 23 and get an extra $5 off a Lumi starter pack that comes with a free product of your choice and ships free with code 23. L-U-M-E deodorant.com code 23 for an extra $5 off a Lumi starter pack. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com code 23. Staples has big savings on everything you need for back to school or stocking up the office. Save on signs, banners, and posters from Staples Print and Marketing Services. Save on everything you need for travel, like luggage, tech, and travel-sized personal items. Plus, save on all your school essentials, from notebooks to markers. Now at Staples, you can save even more, with $25 back in rewards on your in-store purchase of $75 or more. Get everything for the office and the classroom for less at Staples. Ends 8-5. Redeemable in-store only. Rewards members only. My friend and I are taking a trip to Mexico this year, but neither of us speak Spanish, so we downloaded Babbel and started learning Spanish fast. Want to start getting conversational in another language in as little as three weeks? Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons were designed by language experts to be the most efficient and effective way to learn a new language. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free at babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Hi, I'm Connie Britton, and I want to share with you the experience of Donna in Washington. She writes, I got injured about five years ago. 
I was let go when, because of the injury, I couldn't keep up with my schedule. I've tried to find other work, but I'm 68 now. No one wants to hire someone that old. This week is tough, though, because I had to get my tooth fixed. So I only have $10 in my checking account. But it will be okay. I at least have food because of this pantry. Millions of people face hunger. Some every day, just like Donna. The Feeding America network of food banks helps provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Feeding America. 200 food banks strong. Every second counts in a poison emergency. That's why Poison Help is standing by 24-7 to provide free assistance in over 100 languages. Save Poison Help as a contact in your phone today. Poison Help. 1-800-222-1222. If it wasn't for goats, we wouldn't have coffee. Look it up. I'm going to get some coffee. You want some coffee? No, thank you. I'm fine. And the best sports talk in Acadiana. 1033 the goat. Actually saw the wallflowers. Oh, okay, how and, was that? Uh, uh, it was pretty good. They only had a couple hit songs. That's uh, Bob Dylan's kid. Oh, Jacob okay. Dylan. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. It was very odd. The guitarist was playing to the speakers. Like, he didn't want to show us how he was playing what he was playing. Mm. Or maybe he gets a different sound, he gets some reverb or something like that. Think he was lip guitaring? No. Okay. That'd be weird. Yeah. That's, that's why it was weird what you just said. Yeah, that'd be weird. All right. 269-1077. 269-1077. Very excited. Um, we're actually doing a good job of getting all these previews on Lockdown Sunbelt with all the Sunbelt coaches. We had Charles Huff uh, today from Marshall. We have uh, Ricky Ronnie from ODU. That's Louisiana's first uh, Sunbelt game week two. That's coming up. Here was a good conversation. Uh, Mike Desimo actually knocking out three tomorrow. Mike nice. Desimo will hop on, so he'll be on Thursday. Kane Womack will be Friday, and I get the commissioner of Keith Gill for next week. We'll probably do some media Hype as well. I mean, again, it's not a lot compared to everybody else, but uh, 100 subscribers in a month. Hey, that's good. All I need is three subscribers per day mm-hmm. for July to get to 500, or for August to get to 500. Come on, people. Y'all give them a Come follow. on, <laughs> Lockdown Sunbelt. Help a brother out, all right? Uh, 269-1077, 269-1077. So do we have any more trades? Justin Verlander was traded just before, I think, 3 o'clock Central time. Yeah, you had the story up early. Yeah, I did it just after lunch. I got it. It was, yeah. So it was it was done right before I went to lunch, and I came back and, and put it up. Um, also, you don't happen to have, do you have the uh, the Hackett sound? Oh, Do, do we yeah. play that? Yeah, let me get that. So uh, Nathaniel Hackett came back and basically handled it very well, okay. to be honest with you. All right? Um, he actually had a statement before. Any questions? Go ahead. Before we get started, I, j- I just want to say something real quick. Obviously, last week has been a uh, very unique week, I think, uh, for for this organization. And, um, you know, I- I've been involved in this business my whole life, 43 years. And uh, as a coach, you know, as a coach's kid, uh, you know, we live in a glass house. We know that. 
We all live in different rooms. We all got a key for it. And it's one of those things that there's a code, there's a way things are done in that house. And, you know, this past week, it, it's, it's, it's frustrating and it sucks, but uh, we're all susceptible to it. There are things that you do, mistakes you make, and it costs you time on the field, costs you your job, all those things. And I own all that stuff. I mean, it's that fact. I got no excuses. That's how we live here at the New York Jets. That's how we've lived everywhere I've been. No excuses. So I own all those things. And um, it's, it's unfortunate that that had to happen, uh, that the comments that were made. But, hey, they did. I, I'll tell you, I was probably more surprised that they happened now. was definitely expecting them in week five. So I, I'm, I'm almost thankful uh, that we got that, you know, out of the way. We all understand where, where, where uh, certain people feel and think. And I'll tell you, you can always look at that silver lining. And, man, this organization, these players, uh, the coaches, Sala, just the entire organization, Woody, I mean, Jaime, I mean, Gelfan, everybody has been unbelievable. I think that's something that is just awesome. It's brought our team together. Uh, Rogers had his back. He needs to make sure that offense moves. <laughs> yeah. Gets on the well, field. So I don't, so I don't, here's the thing. Called plays last year, he wasn't very good at it. He didn't call mm-hmm. plays for the Packers. That was Matt LaFleur. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll reset. Top of the hour, Robbie Baker coming up at 5.30, talking Pac-12 on 103.3 The Goat. It's a good thing goats have four stomachs. Otherwise, there's no way we could swallow some of these takes. Hey, goat, what's going on out there? 103.3 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. Extending the life of your garage door is a fairly easy process. Just check it quarterly for bad weather stripping, squeaky springs, if you have windows, look for broken glass, and does it open and close without noise? Also, lubricate it with a good garage door lubricant and have it serviced by a professional about once a year. Do all this, and it will treat you like a good pet. Now, it won't crawl in your lap, but it will purr a little bit. For more great ideas, visit AcadianaGarageDoors.com. Job one at Acadiana Garage Doors is service. Here's Ty Renault. If you're stuck, we're going to do everything we can to get you out ASAP. Same day, same hour, whatever. If it's something that can wait a day and we don't have same day for your particular area, we'll get out next day. We're going to get out there. We're going to take care of it for you. We'll evaluate the situation. Make sure we have the parts in place to be able to fix whatever needs fixing with the least amount of disturbance from your daily life. Visit Acadiana Garage Doors and AcadianaGarageDoors.com. Ernie Johnson and Charles Barkley welcoming you back to Susan's Cubicle here in Accounts Payable. What an afternoon of non-stop bookkeeping action, Charles. Are you kidding me? She set herself a reminder to get out of that chair and move. That's a smart use of a timeout. She's somehow still reading her emails while getting her heart rate up and moving her muscles. Healthy habits that could lower your risk of cancer. Uh Uh-oh, it's Karen from the IT department. This is a wrinkle no one saw coming. She means well, but she just derailed the yoga class down in accounts receivable. There she goes with one of her usual distractions. But Susan just tosses her a no-look way. That's a crazy move. Let's watch that again. She's stretching, and there's the effortless side wave. Susan's putting on a clinic. Susan from Accounts Payable. Dominated. Just get moving. It helps in the prevention of so many cancers. Stand up to cancer and Optum want to help you reduce your risk for cancer. Visit TakeAHealthyStand.org. Before I was adopted, I felt alone. I felt nervous that I wouldn't have a family. 
I was getting older and older. I didn't think I was going to get adopted. With help from the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption, Lexi, Connor, and Lashana now have a forever family and the foundation for a bright future. When I was adopted, it was like, wow, I get to settle and this is permanent. After I was adopted, I felt happy. Adoption changed me for the better. I feel like I can be whoever I want to be. Every child deserves a safe, loving, and permanent home. Help the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption find forever families for children who have been lingering in foster care the longest. Learn more 